we all think we know a thing or two about modern day scams. The, the, the thing is, right, I, I mentioned them on this podcast several times before. We've almost been a victim of them many times. But what about one that tricked millions, I mean millions of people, not only into believing it was a real thing, but into giving up billions of dollars? And I'm not talking about the masses giving money, you know? I'm talking about hedge fund billionaires and investors essentially throwing their money away. And this useless product that never existed, really. We'll go back to the Midweek Podcast, where today we're going to discuss something that I don't really know how to explain why I am so well-versed in the knowledge of this. But I know a thing or two about Theranos. If that name sounds familiar, well, you're probably as old as I am. But for those who don't know, this is going to be an interesting lesson. Before I continue today's topic, I just I just want to say something, right? I I've taken notice. I looked at the analytics recently and I just want to say I want to thank people listening in Sweden. It does seem like over there we're we're popping off. You know, I, I really appreciate that. Whoever's listening to me in Sweden, hi, this is your acknowledgement. I love that you're listening. Thank you very much, and I hope I am entertaining you. And honestly, that's that's awesome. It feels it feels great seeing that. The numbers really skyrocketed over there. I love that. Thank you. Anyway, let's move on to uh, Theranos, which a lot of people knowing knowing what it is, you're probably already knowing where I'm going with this episode, but those who don't know, Theranos wasn't the best example of a, of a thriving company. Imagine, if you will, somebody who idolized Steve Jobs, somebody who essentially worshipped the ground Steve Jobs worked on, going so far as to copy their wardrobe, diet, and whenever they held meetings. Essentially, they saw them as the... The, the messiah, you know, trying to copy them in every single way. The The problem was Steve Jobs, right? Steve Jobs had a working prototype. You know what I mean? Like th- this guy knew what he was doing. Um, the creator of Theranos did not. This person was Elizabeth Holmes. I got to be honest with you. In my research of Theranos, when I, when I was first looking it up, going through it, I can't help but notice Elizabeth Holmes. Like, there's something about this person that I don't know how to explain it. It's like they're wearing a mask permanently. Like, their face is a permanent mask. They don't look human. I, I, I would go as far as to say they look, they look like a skin suit being worn by someone. I don't know how to explain it. But Elizabeth Holmes, you're, you fucking, you're, you're scary, okay? I'm saying this because they're not gone or anything. Elizabeth Holmes is in jail. And I'm getting to that. Anyway, um, Elizabeth Holmes, the thing, think about it, right? Is she dropped out of uh, university? If you don't know who that is, she's the founder of Theranos. She again um, worships Steve Jobs, essentially hoping to be the next Steve Jobs. The difference here, right, is Steve Jobs with his job or with his job. Sorry, I keep saying Steve Jobs. Okay, whatever. The CEO of Apple, the original one, whatever. Their prototypes had to do with technology, right? Stuff that wouldn't directly affect people's health. Elizabeth Holmes, on the other hand, she was trying to make a device that could read blood, essentially, but it was the size of a of an at-home computer. 
despite the fact that it was an inevitable failure, which we're going to get to, um, the truth is, I, I have a feeling that I have a very controversial opinion on this entire situation. I feel like it was a noble reason. There was a noble reason behind the Theranos, okay? I gave Elizabeth a hard time about Theranos, but the truth is, it's a good idea. Like, is it possible? Probably not. You would have to make fundamental changes in the medical field, but it it's a decent idea, you know? Basically, you know, blood testing, but way faster and more localized, more easier to detect. Basically, she wanted to help the world, but at the same time, she had a very unethical way of doing it, okay? Famous example is this. Steve Jobs famously had two teams, each of which were pinned against each other to see who could develop something first. The problem was, Theranos had the same thing, but with much higher stakes. The losing team would be fired. And exactly, imagine that. Imagine you're racing against the clock against your coworkers. Otherwise, you know, you'll be out in the street. And a lot of the a lot of the money came from investors, right? The reason that there were people investing in it so well is because admittedly Elizabeth is very charismatic in her sales pitch. She's very good at it. Despite the fact that there's no working prototype, even to this day, okay? Because the way blood testing works is, well, it's complicated. And because it's so complicated, that's why you need a lot of blood to do it. You need vials of the stuff to test somebody's blood, right? You get a, a syringe full of blood, and that's one vial. You get like three, four, or five of those, a bunch of them, right? You need a decent sample of blood of the person. And you need to send them off to a lab, usually to a third party, that will actually test the blood, and they will look for hundreds of... They'll administer hundreds of tests, right? So they need a lot of blood. Theranos seeked to do the same thing, but with two drops of blood. A lot of people thought, oh, it's one drop of blood. No, 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 it's two of them. That's a common misconception, because a lot of times in the marketing, she would be holding a single drop of blood, which it'd be in a tiny clip. It, it, It looks cool, right? It looks really great. In fact, the images and everything, she looks like Steve Jobs, honestly, like like the female version of Steve Jobs. And I think that's what she was going for. But, you know, again, noble idea, poorly executed, very poorly executed. Oh, my God. And it doesn't help that Elizabeth had this really bad habit of instead of telling the truth that, hey, Theranos isn't doing as good as we were thinking, this prototype is only doing 50 tests when we're trying to get 200 done. Instead of saying that and admitting that to the stockholders, they would lie and say, we have double the profits. We have so much money. But that wasn't the case because they never had anything to sell. It's essentially Enron all over again. Again, another can of worms. Oh, my God. I'm not going to talk about Enron. Enron was just a really big Ponzi scheme. There, I summarized it. How big was it? George Bush was involved. Pretty big, I know. I'm talking about these things like, like they're a big deal, right? I guess when I was younger, they were. But the thing is... Elizabeth was doing all this when I was when I was a little kid in 2006, you know? This was back then, but it's something to not be forgotten about. That reminds me, Cold Fusion made a great video about Theranos. Um, going into far more nu- uh, nuance and detail than I ever could, I'm just going to give you a quick summary of it and then talk about other stuff. Because to be honest, Ther- Theranos is interesting, but when it comes to talking about in-depth detail, I really don't care too much for it. I'm more thinking it's an interesting topic followed by someone who was just misguided, essentially. You know, power unchecked. It's my humble opinion that if this had worked, if the Theranos machine had actually worked, 
and, and it was doing fine. Um, you know, not created by a psychopath who uh, was lying the whole time. It could have worked. On, on the reason that I'm so into it, right, is because tr- truth is they had a they had a contract with Walgreens that they were landing that was actually set to start before it was revealed that it was a scam. Walgreens essentially wanted to get in on the ground floor before Rite Aid, their competitor, because they also thought, okay, well, if if they get it first, we're going to lose out on billions. This is a billion dollar idea. Truth be told, it is. It's a great idea. The problem is you, you can't build an entire industry based on a lie. You can't lie to investors for long. Shit always bites you in the ass. That's the problem here, right? Is that it bites you in the ass. And the reason I'm so into it is because I'm an investor myself, not in Theranos, but just in general. So, you know, it, it's it sucks, right? It sucks when it happens. But at the same time, this is weirdly, it, it used to be common. It used to be more common. I don't know if it is nowadays, but I'm noticing a lot of tech startups. So I might do an episode on that later. I don't know, though. And for, for those of you who don't know, the main reason I would talk about tech startups in this context is actually because recently it's it's been shown that Tech startup companies, you know, companies that are just getting off the ground, they have an unusually similar resemblance to cult behavior. And if you guys know me, I um, I talk in depth about cult behavior on the Morbid Universe podcast, which, by the way, thank you guys for listening on there. Um, but it's an interesting topic all on its own. The thing about it, right, is it's, just, it's a little too dark for this podcast. I don't know if I'm going to connect to here as well. I've seen many videos talking about it. But I, I, I can't. I really can't. Anyway, if you guys know about Theranos, um, I already mentioned it several times. Um, there are several documentaries out there. I would recommend watching all of them because that's what I did. And I was overloaded with information. Honestly, it's a bit much. However, I do want to thank Cold Fusion for um, giving me the idea. I, I really love the video that he made about Theranos. It's one of his most popular videos. And honestly, Cold Fusion is just a great video in general. Like a, a great YouTuber in general. Cold Fusion. I love you, man. Honestly, great stuff. While we're on the topic of tech startups, I guess we could mention another one um, since it has been a decent amount of time. Here's the thing, right? Out of respect for those people who tried new ideas, I do tend to give them the benefit of the doubt. I like to shit talk, okay? It's something I like to do on this podcast. But there's one thing that, truth be told, the older I get, the more I realize I should stop doing. And that is telling people that they're wrong when, realistically, I never heard them out all the way. But in this specific instance, I think we all know that the person was in the wrong. The Juicero. I know exactly what I'm talking about when it comes to the Juicero because I wasn't an investor, okay? At the time, at the time I did see it, right? I saw this big square that you put a bag of juice in and it squeezes it out. Immediately in my head, I thought, first off, the juice is already made in a bag. Second of all, this thing that's supposed to be thousands of pounds of pressure on a single bag, first off, the bag's going to burst. It's a plastic bag biodegradable my ass by the way second of all i work around farmland i work around a lot of people here who are uh, you know i work construction but i work around a lot of people that do farmland here so i have experience with the um with the farmers the growing and how long everything takes to get farm fresh produce every day every day of the year is not a possibility which is exactly what this thing promoted and truth be told a lot of the times they were pretty good for it right they would only get whatever was in season but the pipe dream was just that. It was just a pipe dream. Because the thing is, the Juicero, which, may I remind you, was a complete failure. Their prototype cost $700 to make. $750 to make. 
they sold it for $700. They sold it at a loss of $50 per unit, which, first off, how the fuck do you fuck up something this badly, okay? A tech startup should know that your product should not cost more than it sells for to make, okay? You need to make a profit. You can't just... Fuck me, man. Like, goddamn. Okay? I- I've invested in some companies in the past before, okay? I'm gonna admit this. Everyone, those who know me closely know about my Amazon stock fuck-up, okay? Everyone knows that. But, okay, imagine this. Imagine this. Imagine you make a bag that just holds juice, right? It's juice that's well-made, and it's raw juice. I guess is um, a-, a thing, right? Unpasteurized and whatever. Okay, that's not the point. The bag has this juice in it, and all it takes to get the juice out is a light squeeze. You just squeeze it with your hands, and it'll come out. Okay, job well done. The bags are like $7 each. That should have been the product, okay? The Juicero was not necessary. Here's where they fucked up, okay? The machine itself, one, it needs Wi-Fi to work. It cannot work without Wi-Fi. It absolutely needs it so that it blatantly sells your data, which it tells you it'll do. Second of all, the components to make this thing made no sense. First off, it would scan the QR code on the bag, which, ooh, futuristic tech. And if it was a bootleg Juicero bag, it would refuse to work. So you just have to squeeze the bag on its own, okay? Here's what I don't understand, right? The owner of the Juicero brand, he was strange. He was very strange in that case, okay? The, the, I mean, good for him. He was, um, he, he made a thing that was a sleek one, a sleek design. Two, would sell like hotcakes to people in upper echelons of society with how, how high priced it was. And three... At the time, veganism was really big, so that did help. He was a raw vegan. He was a very, very specific kind of vegan. So into veganism, he was actually around the time where, okay, I, I'm, I'm, I don't want to offend people, okay? I'm saying this right now. If you're vegan, good for you. But we all remember the time where there were vegans that were so into waving their ideologies into people's faces that it would border on lunacy, okay? The reason I say this is because the CEO of Juicero, the owner, whatever, would not let you kill bugs in the office. If he saw a cockroach, he wouldn't have them spray chemicals. No, 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 no. He would make you catch it and release it into the wild. Wow. They should have called Garcia Pest Control. That's what they should have done. Despite this fuck-up, right? Despite the fact that the Juicero is now a disbanded company, they sold 3,000 units. They sold between 2,000 and 3,000, okay? Which is a decent amount when you remember that they were selling for $700 a union. However, that price hike or that that high price actually scared off a lot of people at first. What originally did make the company a lot more money and get them to sell more units is they actually lowered the price from $6.99 to $3.99, which is still a lot, but it is a significant, I mean, it's almost half off, right? That, that's, that's, a pretty, that's a pretty big drop. And you, you hear all these things and you think, okay, yeah, they, they fucked up, it's bad, but how many companies do you know got Google to give them $120 million, right? Decent amount, right? P- pretty fucking good. You have to have a really good, sleek design. You have to have a good pitch. You have to have a good startup, right? Right? Wrong. That's where you're wrong. Let me tell you something, right? Silicon Valley has a lot of people. I- I'm telling you this right now as somebody who is a dreamer himself, 
Okay, so please, you know, ridicule aside, jokes aside, lend me your ear and I'm just going to tell you something. Human, human beings, we all dream, okay? Silicon Valley is no different. There are many people starting up their businesses. Sadly, many of them will fail. And they know this. They absolutely do. And most companies that invest in them know that they're going to fail as well. So that's the thing. I remember hearing this, right? A statistic was you invest in 20 companies in Silicon Valley because if one of them makes it, they pay for the other 20. It can be lucrative, but it's a gamble. At the end of the day, it's a big gamble. And I know about gambling, okay? I've been to casinos before. I've played the stock market. I've done the, the Acorns app. I've done a lot of stuff, okay? I did Webull, Coinbase, a lot of stuff. I no longer do cryptocurrency. Anyone asking, please do not give me more cryptocurrency. I, I hate to be that guy again. Uh, I mentioned this last week, I believe, but a second scam attempt was done. I don't know who it is. I think it's the same person, right? I'm almost positive that this is um, this has nothing to do with a certain region getting a, a spike in views. Like I, I looked up the analytics, right? A certain country has way more views than others now. I guess someone's been trying to research me. And to be fair, I'm a fucking nutcase. So good luck trying to figure me out. My girlfriend can't figure me out, okay? God bless her heart. She's trying. But you know what? I love her. I love her a lot. I'm sorry. I can't I can't stop seeing this fucking thing I bought. Um, I'm recording this, right, after we just went to McDonald's and I saw the goofiest fucking thing I've ever seen. They have uh, Happy Meals for adults. I've never... I, I didn't know what to order. I knew, I called it by name. They were like, excuse me? Like, they didn't know what I was talking about. Then someone said, are you talking about the adult Happy Meal? And I said, yes, I want that. And like, like, <laughs> it was a goofy ass fucking gift. By the way, they were staring at me when I got in. <laughs> Look, I'm used to that, okay? I do some weird shit. I'm not going to let peer pressure stop me. I live my life by my own rules. Bitch. Anyway, uh, this fucking thing. Um, it looks just like a toy I had when I was a kid, but I can't help but just think of how goofy it looks. It's fucking dumbass smile <laughs> looking at me. I don't like it. It's just, I, it'd make a great fucking picture, though. I, I think I'm gonna use that. I was originally gonna use Elizabeth Holmes' fucking photo from Theranos because she looks creepy as hell, but, like, this, this'll do. <laughs> Tech startups, am I right? You know, it does remind me, uh, me, me talking about startup companies, sadly, it does bring me back. Uh, the reason I think I know a thing or two about how to review them is iDubs. Like, I remember him very well. If you guys don't know who I'm talking about, iDubs TV, a YouTuber who uh, his fans now hate him, I guess. Um, a, a lot of people don't. A lot of people do. It's kind of sad. His fall from grace was a high one. Like, guy was pulling, like, Tens of millions of views per episode of his Kickstarter crap, um, bad unboxing videos, which were just, he'd get, uh, he'd, he'd have a P.O. box, right? He actually lives like a few hundred miles away from me. He's not even that far. Um, but he would, um, damn, what was it? What was it? He had a P.O. box. You could send literally anything to the P.O. box and he would open it. At some point, he got a lethal amount of Adderall and a DVD that says, I shouldn't be alive. He got a giant dildo, 18-inch one, and he was using it as a weapon. He got uh, Mind Kampf. He got the Satanic Bible. He got edible food at, at a like, trial mix of like edible bugs, which he started eating. And <laughs> it's kind of gross, but like, 
Look, at the time, it was amazing. I think I mentioned it before. You know, YouTube of the past was a different era. But that's kind of what I watched growing up, you know? I, I watched the wild shit. I watched the edgy shit. And, yeah, I, I kind of get why he changed. Like, th- it's not sustainable, okay? It's not sustainable. Having said that, me talking about these tech start reviews does remind me of Kickstarter crap. Because IWs used to do a very similar series where he would talk about Kickstarter stuff that is not going to make it or like Kickstarter stuff that, you know, wouldn't, would be very low, uh, low budget. And they would ask for a lot of money. Like there was, um, the CEO of, uh, home cinema. And it was literally just a cardboard box with a phone cut out. That's it. That's all it was. And he roasted the shit out of it. However, now here's what, here's what I'm remembering, right? He did his Kickstarter crap and people loved it. But one thing that I do remember, if you heard a click, I just closed my, um, tube of paint i actually forgot to close it last night i was painting on something um he would do the uh kickstarter craps but he stopped because quite frankly i think i think idubs reached a point where he's like what am i doing you know in fact i remember distinctly one of his youtube videos where he said what am i doing with my life this guy's just trying to make a living doing what he loves and i'm over here calling him a a a jackass you know i don't want to say the actual quote but that's that's what i'm gonna say it and I get it, you know, I get it. Me getting older now, I get it. Idubs is what, mid-30s now? Yeah, he had to calm down. But, you know, sometimes it's best not to be edgy to begin with. Which, I, I can't say I'm... Ah, uh, fuck it. I think I I think I think am kind of edgy, I don't know. What the fuck am I saying? I was talking about Kickstarters. Kickstarters? No. Silicon Valley, fuck. Wow, I see I'm off topic. Sorry, I'm, I'm everywhere. I'm highly caffeinated right now. And I'm sorry, Logan, you recommended that that tea, right? The cinnamon tea, really good stuff. But right now I'm drinking black tea with a fuck ton of cinnamon in it. And my, my brain's going a million miles an hour. I love this stuff. Anyway, I need to, I need to address two things. First off, if I seem like I have more energy, I started exercising again, but this time I do my extreme workout that I used to do before I went to the gym. And I would, um, basically just have the woods and fucking rocks to lift above my head. That's what I'm doing again. I'm sorry. I'm very primal. I don't believe in primal stuff, whatever the fuck. Um, I'm not trying to promote, damn, what was his name? Was that guy that eats raw meat? Liver King or some shit? Don't listen to the guy. The guy's a fucking nutcase and he does steroids. Don't do that. Anyway, what was he saying? What was he saying? I got that out of the way. And another thing. I need to know where this specific episode of the podcast is being shared because it is now one of my high, it's, it's been the highest downloaded episode for the longest time and it just keeps going up. Why is Canada's Angry the most popular um, podcast episode that I have? Like, it's up there, okay? It, like, doubled in views overnight. I don't know where it came from, okay? That's the thing. All these views, like, all I reference in the fucking thing is dead memes and, like, a protest that happened in Canada. It's been a while. It's been a fucking while. (laughs) But a lot of people are like... I guess they love it. I don't know if I'm more charismatic in it or it's the jokes. I don't know what it is, but I can't figure it out. And I, I don't know. I just didn't think that episode of all of them would be um, the highlight, you know? But I guess now to represent the brand that I have, this Meatweed podcast thing, I guess I could say that Canada's Angry is the most, is the highest rated episode out of all of them. And that's genuinely surprising to me. Really, really surprising to me. Okay, I'm calming down now. I feel like uh, excited because I actually work out before I go to sleep. I know you're not supposed to do that, but fuck it, I do it anyways. 
Also, another thing's coming up. I'm going to start making videos on YouTube again, but specifically, I'm going to do live streaming. I finally got the 24-hour thing passed. I don't know. I, I don't have any infractions or anything. Um, I also recently learned something. I mentioned it on the Patreon as soon as I found out, but I had to. I have to address it right now. Um, you guys have probably noticed that I have another Instagram that I've been sharing art on, and I actually started a live stream on a website or a platform that I, um, I've seen advertised, and quite frankly, I should have done more research in it. So I, I hate to be that guy. I, I've heard of people getting, you know, controversies over shit like this. So I got to mention it. I live streamed on Bego, which I didn't think was a bad idea, right? I thought, okay, I could live stream on my phone, whatever. I don't want to do Twitch or whatever. What a fucking mistake that was. Because Bego is synonymous with, one, trafficking. Women on there are trafficked and forced to, you know, like, quote-unquote strip for the camera and get donations and views. One, and like, two, another thing, it's it's a lot of bots. A lot of really, really nasty bots. Three, it's a lot of fucking exploitation of people who are sick. and You know, it's fucked up, right? You've seen, like tiktok lives where people are like posting their sick kids and then they're like oh thank you for the donation and it's just that right it's just your child is sick here have some money same shit on bigo but it's much worse it is far worse on bigo because there's also another thing right a lot of people have said using the account they've been hacked numerous times numerous times okay it's it's not um it's not a platform that I want to promote, so I'm just going to come out and say it right now. I don't know if anyone actually did follow me on the platform, right? Because I was getting hundreds of views. That's where I was suspicious, right? I would put my name, MG Acrylic. That's what uh, that's my art account. And hundreds of people immediately started watching. I knew immediately from that 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 was a red flag. Because I used to stream on Twitch, and I would get one or two views, and then more people would come in later. Okay? It doesn't start... With a large number of views. You have to keep live streaming. And then they show up. That's what happens. The problem was. I didn't realize the rest of the controversies. Right? Abigo is fucking awful. Like. I, I can't I can't say for sure how many of them were bots. But I know 99% of them were. One or two were real people. That were trying to talk to me. 99% of the, the accounts on Bigo are fucking bots. Or they're trafficked people. And I do not want to encourage people to use that app. Do not use Bego. It is a scam. Don't use it. I swear to God. It's just softcore porn. It's just so much softcore porn. And it's just fucking awful. I even showed my girlfriend. I'm like, look at this shit. Like, it, it's it's awful. But I thought, what other what other choice do I have? I don't want to live stream here or there. Because I, I wanted to try Twitch. But I just, I, I, I don't trust it. But holy shit, it is significantly better than Bego. And now I can live stream on YouTube. The The problem was I want to do live streaming on my phone. My phone's Wi-Fi is significantly better than one, my house Wi-Fi. Two, the other house Wi-Fi that I bought because the previous house Wi-Fi was shit. Oh my God. Yeah. It's been a long couple of weeks. Like, I'm going to come clean, okay? I'm going to come clean now. This episode was not scripted, but I started talking about stuff that I know personally. Morbid Universe has a new episode coming out, not soon, but it'll should be it should be done in around January, not the beginning of January, sometime in January. It's gonna be um I'll give you guys a sneak preview. It's gonna be about well I don't know how to explain it parasites basically. That's it. That's it. it's parasites. I've done an episode on Meatweed Podcast. The difference is if I do it on Morbid Universe, it's gonna be significantly darker. 
By the way, Sarah, I want to thank you for the idea of even starting Morbid Universe. I know you're going through a tough time, and I'm telling you right now, it gets better, and we're hope we're here hoping for you, okay? Here at MeWeed Podcast, we're all hoping for you. I'm not just talking about me. I'm talking about the listeners and everyone that, uh, everyone uh, who hears us, okay? Sarah, it does get better, and, you know, we're, we're hoping everything gets better, you know? We're sending our... I, I, I don't want to sound religious, but thoughts and prayers, you know? Sending good vibes. That that as well. That's gonna do it for this episode of the Meatweed Podcast. We still have a um, we still have a partner a partnership with Magic Mind. Please, you know, buy Magic Mind. Link in the description. Use my promo code. It's on the description. Please check it out. And we are currently having a sale. We it was Black Friday sale at first, but we're gonna keep it until the rest of the year until January first. Well, actually, until December 31st, whatever. Um, it's going to be just this year, okay? Like, as soon as the year ends, the the sale is done. It's as low as I could put it without actually, you know, giving stuff away at a, at a negative rate, basically. It's as cheap as I can make it. I'm making one penny, maybe, on every single sale. So just get yourself some Meat Wheat merch, and, you know, you're supporting the brand when you do that. I recommend getting the sticker and use the promo code to get it as cheap as you can. That way, I can get the sticker as far out as possible. And the, the thing is, right, I have original prints of the sticker, but I'm only giving those to very select people. I'm not doing what I did previous years where I had the first stickers uh, and I just gave them out to everyone, okay? Like, I have to pick very specific people because I don't know how, but it ended up on a military base and it just, it, that, 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 that does not look good on me. <laughs> I'm, ah, fuck it, whatever. But thank you. Seriously, a lot of you... Are you thinking, uh, was this this year even good for you, Mr. Meatweed? Was this year good? I'm not going to lie. Previous years of the podcast were significantly higher in views. But I want to thank everyone who listens for sticking by me. Because I see every week whenever I upload. I see the analytics. I know that there's a following. And I really appreciate you guys just for listening, checking me out. Even if you don't listen to the whole episode, I fucking love you guys for doing that, okay? Seriously. I'm one step closer to my dream of, you know, internet fame. Which is, like... That's nice. It feels nice. People are listening to me, and I love it. That's why I haven't stopped. I've been doing it once a week for I don't know how long, but I've got almost way past 100 episodes, okay? I think we're almost at 200 now, which, awesome. Let's hope for a better new year. Let's hope for, well, I mean, first off, Merry Christmas first, um, and Happy Holidays, that too. Um, which one's first right now? What's today's date? Wow, I am way early. Okay, well, not way early. It's like two weeks, but yeah. Um, I'm going to be wrapping gifts and I still need to buy some shit before the air is done. All right. See you guys next week.